Hey, what's up, everybody? It is March 29th, 7.12 p.m., day three of being clean, and starting to get a little edgy. I'm going to be honest with you, Was got home from work and was out walking with the wife, and just totally unloaded, like, just fucking unloaded. I don't know if it's from the weed, I don't know if it's from me just kind of waking up, and all of a sudden seeing the world for what it is, maybe it's a little bit of both, uh, you know, the dreams are back, uh, not nightmares, thankfully, but the dreams are back, woke up a little early this morning, uh, and, you know, just as I start to fall back asleep, the alarm goes off, that's never good for you, um, but I did meditate for 20 minutes, and I think that helped get me through, like, the first two-thirds of the day, I think I survived, didn't murder any kids, um, you know, I was civil with my coworkers, though I did tell everybody I was going to read a book during lunch, rather than go eat in the, in the lounge, just, didn't feel like I was up for it, you know, go in there and make small talk, I hate small talk, I'm not a small talk guy, I don't give a fuck about the weather, I don't give a fuck about, hey, how you doing, good, oh, it's like, shut the hell up, like, why can't we talk about real shit, let's talk about politics, let's talk about philosophy, let's talk about religion, let's talk about stuff that's happening in our life, those are things that matter, those are subjects I'm willing to engage in, because there's opportunity to, to learn, just sharing sounds back and forth between two human beings, mm, I could, I could, I could leave or take it, and I love to talk, um, but I, I'm not into that. So to escape in my own world in this fantasy book I'm reading, it's a series called The Codex Alera. And the author is such a phenomenal writer that he took a challenge online because his stance was that a great writer can take a bad concept, concept and make it fantastic. And a lot of other people said if you had a fantastic concept, even a bad writer could do well with it. And so he challenged, he challenged people to give him topics and the, the, the main antagonist on this said uh the lost roman legion or the fallen roman legion and pokemon see if you can do that well this guy freaking jim butcher he knocked it out of the park uh he wrote the dresden files which apparently is a tv show now now but i don't watch tv and i i highly recommend it if you're into this kind of stuff it's a page turner i mean you can't put it down and so for me at work, at least when I was working in the hood and it was so violent, so tough, it was taxing everything, just mentally, physically, emotionally, for me to be able to escape like that and kind of step into a new place for half an hour and then come back, it was like a reset. Unfortunately, for better or for worse, well, I mean, not unfortunately, it's fortunate. Uh, my job isn't taxing in that way anymore. It's not fucking straight up combat with kids all the time. Uh, it's more, you know, the, the politics of the game, and that's definitely my weak point, point. and so I don't really feel as though the reading reset me, but at least kept me from saying something stupid in the lunchroom, because, man, I am, I am getting a little bit edgy. Um, my faculties are returning quickly. It's 7.12 now, so I'm getting a little tired, you know, getting up at 4 a.m. every morning, but... I will say that I, I feel more articulate, and I got a crap ton of stuff done today, including putting in for a field trip, and that's what sent me off. That's what initially, like, pff, you know, lit the match, was because my principal is saying that we can only go on one field trip a year because, oh, well, uh, transportation costs. This is nonsense, okay? We've had a new superintendent come in, and he's he runs the show. He's the man. Everything goes through him, and he makes the decisions. Uh, he's snubbed her many times, 
not giving her credit where credit is due, micromanages her, blah, 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 blah. And she's trying to become superintendent too. And so she's been applying at all these places, getting turned down. She's been the finalist three times, still loses the job. And that combined with this guy riding her, she's just getting crushed. And I, I think what she's doing is just grasping at what little that she can control, right? Like she's just squeezing it. Like I can tell people no about this or I can make this decision, blah, 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 blah. And which is too bad because I'm her friend, you know, I don't really understand what's what's going on here because it's what's good for kids. I mean, taking kids to the to a state park or to a museum, you know, five-year-olds, some of them who are so poor that they'll never get that opportunity. It's like, what? You know, it's a no freaking brainer. So I had to figure out how to alleviate the idea of fuel costs. Um, I don't think she's going to be happy about that. I don't think my principal is going to be pleased at all that I've found a way around it. New York... Um, there's a grant available if you go to visit uh, state land or state parks where the state will cover everything. It will literally cover transportation, entry into the park. And so there you go. Boom. I got it. It's been practiced by other teachers. So now what I have to do, <laughs> I'm trying to really get all my ducks in a row. I got to go and figure out, or should I say put together a list of reasons why this is a good idea. I got to go to the state standards and maybe PE and and science and English and talk about the pandemic and how kids have been locked up and how obesity has gone up by 40% in children, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The vitamin D is good for them, that they've been staring at screens, la, 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 la. This very self-apparent stuff. I'm just going to make sure I can put it all together. So that way, when the principal says no, and I'm fully anticipating her saying no, which is it breaks my heart, and that's maybe why I'm so obsessed, because I, I think she's still going to say no. That way, when I go above her head to the superintendent, I can say, hey, you know, I, I just want to let you know I presented these ideas, or this idea of a trip to the principal. Uh, the trip's totally paid for. Here's my justification for why it's a good idea for kids. She said no, and I, I was hoping you could help me understand this and kind of, like, talk me through how to how to handle the situation. Because, again, with no love, with no love lost between the two of them, uh, I imagine he's just going to step in and say, okay, well, you're good to go. Don't worry about it. I'll talk to her. And so then I've made an enemy out of the one person who, you know, can write me a letter of recommendation for when I leave this district, um, if and when I leave this district. And that sucks. I don't feel good about that. Thankfully, the assistant principal is pretty close to me, a lot of respect for me and, and me for him. But, oh my goodness, hang on, guys. I'll be right back. Hey, you know what? I wasn't sure. Remember how I wasn't sure if it was the weed that was making me angry or if I'm just a fucking angry person all the time? Yeah, well, the answer is I, I think I remember being an angry person all the time. When I was in college, I was a freak. I was a power lifter, bodybuilder. I would go in there and train like a savage. I remember a guy coming up to me one time and he's like, hey, hey man, are you in the Marine Corps? I was like, no. He's a, he, I don't know how old this guy is, 40 years old. I'm 19. He's like, well, how old are you? I said, oh, I'm 19. He's like, God damn, I thought you were 35 the way you're in here training. Holy shit, blah, 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 blah. And uh, he definitely was not a queer, just so you know. he uh, That was a straight dude. And so I had lots of coping mechanisms, lots of lots of ways to, to cope with this ferocity. Um, because when I, was, when I was real little, I used to just fucking pick arguments with kids. You know, it was fun. It was like a mental challenge for me. I got to kind of duel back and forth with my words. And that was also kind of a coping outlet. But it didn't leave me with many friends. And so that phone call was from Straight Talk because I'm trying to switch my number. I uh, got off the Verizon because it was so expensive, 75 bucks a month. I'm on a plan that's 12 bucks a month, but the service sucks. The signal's really bad. And so I want to switch to Straight Talk, but unfortunately, 
they're saying I have to either update my phone or I have to get a new phone because Verizon won't do it. And I don't see how updating my phone is going to do anything because I read the update and I saw a little piddly shit like FaceTime and all this nonsense and it has nothing to do with 4G, LTE, QXR, whatever. Um, but man, I got to tell you, blood was shooting out of my eyes. <laughs> but I, I think those kind of calls make everybody mad. Um, what I will say, what has helped? Okay, let's talk about the positives. What has helped? What has helped me stay clean these last three days? Number one, I have a replacement. I have a really cool thing. I got this book, this this fantasy book. It's been fantastic. I can lose myself in there. I have a letter from a guy that I need to read to you guys at some point, and what he talked about was always distracting himself, finding distractions, finding distractions. Uh, number two, what has helped? Well, I got to hit a rock bottom, you know, losing that property. And so if you have not hit your rock bottom yet, uh, you need to probably write it down. Just write down, like, hey, what would it look like? What would it be? And I had no idea, honestly, until this happened. So I don't know if writing it down is going to really cure it for you. I mean, I know the ultimate rock bottom, right? Like, what would happen? Oh, you know, I I slack off in my job or I slack off in my marriage or this, that, and the other thing. But the problem is I'm getting by. You know, I, I'm getting by from a mediocre standpoint. So my rock bottom, you know, is just being mediocre, um, but mediocre people don't get great properties. Mediocre people uh, don't become rich. Mediocre people um, live mediocre lives. And so in some ways to me, that's a that's a death. That's a rock bottom. And uh, I would say another thing that's helped me stay clean, uh, certainly my training, man. My, my training keeps me together. Uh, and it sucks. I don't enjoy one bit of my freaking training right now. I hate it. Um, I like lifting weights. I like swimming and biking and running, doing triathlon. Um I like that kind of stuff. I like backpacking. I can't. I'm beat up and broken. I had a bulging disc. I was flat on my back. I've got all sorts of injuries, this, that, and the other thing. I come home every night, and i got to spend between 45 minutes to 90 minutes just performing rehab and prehab, things like um, using the knuckled foam roller, using my power massager, using a lacrosse ball, using my TENS, which is an electric unit that you you put the electrodes on your body, on the muscle group, and you... Fire that sucker up and it sends pulses in you. Uh, it's not nearly as bad as it sounds, but uh, and it is helpful. Uh, so in terms of training, what am I doing? Uh, the same thing I've been doing, man. I, I get up, I start with the yoga, and then I usually move right into core slash back PT, which is what it really is. It's back PT, but it's working my core. And then I move to feet, and then I shoot my bow. Come home, do all the prehab, rehab. I've been lifting after school. Uh, with the assistant principal on and off, you know, as our schedules connect. And that's been pretty neat. Um, So hopefully I can get into that. But it's lightweight, you know what I mean? You can't go in there and and get your rage out. You can't go into the dark place like Dave Tate would talk about. He would call it the dark state. And that was a place where you had pushed yourself so hard and the pain was so intense or just the overall stress, exertion, the the nervous system demand where you'd kind of black out in a way. Like there was nothing. He talked about it as the void. Ooh, the void. And I went there. I've been in the void. And it's a phenomenal place to be, I got to tell you. And I chased it and I chased it and I chased it till I broke myself into pieces. Um, so what I will say, I, I remember, now I remember, right? Yesterday I did not. But definitely the memory is coming back. Uh, with this sobriety, so woo-woo, I want to talk about a health tip with you guys all the time, and so I'll tell you this, if you're using a foam roller, and a lot of you probably have one, maybe you're yoga people or something, I don't know, if you have a foam roller, what you'll notice is people will put it in between their knee and their hip, 
laying face down on the floor, and then they'll roll themselves forward and backwards. So the roller will go towards their knee, and then it will come up towards the hip, and then down towards the knee again. That is actually not the right way to do it. Put it at the at the top of your knee, and instead of going up and down, actually roll your body slowly side to side. Roll the leg side to side specifically. And if you find something lumpy or hard, stop on it and wait for 30 seconds for that Golgi tendon apparatus, this really small microscopic uh, muscle fiber piece of anatomy, uh, to open. It has to relax, and then all of a sudden, bing! What happens is your body stays cramped up to preserve itself. It's a, it's a protection mechanism. And, and if you're applying pressure to that point, well, it's going to stay cramped up. Like, normally pressure is not prolonged. But if it's a gentle pressure relatively speaking, gentle for your nervous system, which gentle to me is probably not gentle to you, right? Because I've been doing this stuff for a long time. So I can use the, the Savage foam roller with the crazy knuckles on it. I can put a lacrosse ball, bam, right on my lower back. It does nothing. But rolling side to side, side, find the hard spots, stay there for 30 seconds, a slow count to 30, and hopefully you feel it relax. And you might not because you're still down at the base of the knee. But then move that foam roller up three inches, repeat the same process, rolling side to side, finding hard spots, waiting, counting, move it up, find the hard spots, waiting, counting. And by the time you get to about the, the middle of your th- of your leg, you're going to be in good shape, man. You're going to start to notice it. And once you get all the way up to the hip, you know, it gets a little trickier once you're up at the hip just to really get in there on those muscles. But your leg's going to feel a lot different. And what I would encourage you to do is to stand up and perform a squat, like a really good squat. So your feet are slightly wider than shoulder width apart. You turn your toes out just a little bit between 10 and 12 degrees. And when you drop down, again, you're bending the hips and the knees at the same time. Do it after foam rolling just that one leg. And tell me what your knees feel like. It's a game changer. A lot of people associate knee pain with your IT band. And it's an old wives' tale. And fucking there are still physical therapists that think you can stretch your IT band. And it's fucking nonsense. It doesn't make any anatomical sense. That's a connect piece of connective tissue. You can't do shit with connective tissue. It's not made of that kind of stuff. There's no nervous system in it. All it is doing is holding two bones together, your knee and your hip. Okay, that knee pain is coming from the tightness in your quads or the tightness in your calves. And so that's what needs to be addressed. And uh, I will leave you with that one. There's, I'll, I could go all day talking fitness. I had a whole other podcast about it. I was talking to all sorts of people. Um, like I said, a real passion of mine. But... <sighs> Speaking of fitness, let's go with an athlete quote today. George St. Pierre, one of the most undisputed, well, you know, pound for pound greatest fighters of all time in the UFC. He's an MMA fighter, which is mixed martial arts. For those of you who don't know, it's kind of that cage fighting stuff, pretty violent. Um, but he had a, he was a real, he was a real sportsman, and he was a real ambassador for the sport and the way he carried himself, and the way he talked, and the way uh, he represented uh, his martial arts. Uh, He was a martial artist more than he was a fighter. And so George St. Pierre once said, The truth is that I didn't start as a winner. When I was a kid, I was just another reject. I started at the bottom. I think all winners do. In our Bible verse of the day, Romans chapter 8, verse 6. For the mind set on the flesh is death, but the mind set on the spirit is life and peace. Remember to find satisfaction in the struggle and peace in the moment. We'll see you next time.